Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. The Lord is amazing. And I <laughs> I was reflecting over the weekend and I just look at him and I say, I don't know how you do it. Of course, I don't know how you're God. But when you bring good out of bad, like right before my eyes, it's amazing. So what am I talking about? Well, last week, you know that my husband and I went in for our full physical, and both of us had raised cholesterol. Apparently, he's at a number only eight points different than mine, where my doctor prescribed him a statin medication. I, on the other hand, you're fine. Don't worry about it. And if I look, I would be more concerned about me, who would be seven years younger, with an eight-point difference as to what we're going to do. So she immediately gave him a prescription for statins and then said, yeah, and then let's do your diet and exercise. And even my husband said, well, wait a minute. We're doing two variables here. Why don't we just do one? And so we debated statin or no statin. And you best believe my butt was out there looking up what is cholesterol What is the total number? What's the difference between HDL and LDL? What makes up LDL? There are two different kinds of LDL cholesterol. One are small particles, one are large. The small are bad. The large and fluffy ones are good, but the statins go after the large and fluffy ones. So in the end, you're bringing your total cholesterol down, but you're bringing your good ones down and you're keeping the bad ones in there. So again, here I am playing doctor. I'm sure my husband was getting like upset, but I did everything in my power to say, let's not take the statins. Let's work on the diet and the exercise and the lifestyle change because what you're doing with the statin is just addressing a symptom. You're not getting to the core. And then I said, let's do a test for three months. I'll do my keto, high-fat diet. You do what you want to do. He's not bought into the keto thing. I said, and then we'll go get the advanced lipid tests that give us all the detail that we need, and we'll see whose lifestyle is better. And then on top of that, he agrees, great. That man has gotten out and walked every single day for an hour, like four miles, It's amazing, but then here is where God turns 
the quote-unquote bad into good? A, we're learning about cholesterol in our bodies and that it's not a bad thing. The cholesterol is not the problem. The root cause is the sugar and the carbs in the body that are tearing the lining of the veins and the blood system. And the cholesterol is the Band-Aid. It's the ambulance. Yes, cholesterol's at the crime scene, but it didn't do the crime. It's there to help, to patch those scrapes and to repair it so that those little cholesterol guys don't get in there. But when the little guys get in there, then they get in your bloodstream. Then they start collecting plaque and all that kind of stuff. If you have the fluffy ones, they're good. If you have the small plaquey ones, sticky ones, then they build up and that's the problem. All right, but I haven't gotten to the cool part yet. Then he says, you know what? I was thinking, we're drinking a lot. He said, I probably can't count on both hands. Or I can, excuse me, (laughs) count on both hands. How many times we haven't drank in an evening? And I said, you're absolutely right. I said, you know, we can go back to the weekends or just, you know, do it whenever. I said, I'm game with this. Because I've been wanting to cut back myself, but didn't exactly know how to bring it up. And I love it when God puts it on my husband's heart because he just does it. He doesn't go through like this emotional assessment and well, should I, shouldn't I, you know, like, so on Friday night, I said, well, we can just drink during the weekend. And he goes, oh, and tonight's Friday. Because he's like, well, every day is a weekend day for me, so I've got to figure this out. And that Friday night, I was laughing. I'm like, yeah, we can have, because I was all excited to try my little cinnamon stick-infused vodka that didn't have the sugar, if you remember that. But sure enough, he didn't drink. I didn't drink. Saturday, we didn't drink. Last night, I had one glass of red wine because I made this beef bourguignon. It was so good. It was keto beef bourguignon. Look it up. Just type in beef bourguignon keto and then headbangers recipe. (laughs) Yes. It's this Indian dude with a long beard, a total headbanger, like a rock and roll guy, but it was a great recipe. And my husband loved it. And I had one glass. So I'm looking at this whole thing Thanking God, bringing a good out of a bad. How? Because now my husband is paying attention to what he's eating. He's moving his body, which makes me move my body. We both went for a walk the first day. The next two days he went, I ended up doing working out inside to videos because I need more strength. And it's amazing to watch God work. Bringing, again, good twists, good habits into our lives. So I don't know what's going on in your life, but maybe God will do something just like this 
that might trip you up a little bit, like, whoa, this was kind of what I was looking for. This was kind of what I was praying for. So thanks for answering my prayer. And I'll be honest with you, when I said that on Friday night, I was kind of like, well, yeah, we can start this like Monday. (laughs) Why would I do that? Because I was selfish. I wanted to have a little bit of my vodka cinnamon thing that I made. I was looking forward to it. And by the way, if something has too much of a grasp on you, a stronghold, where you're looking forward to it, you can, you can do that a little bit. I mean, there's nothing wrong with looking forward to an evening, looking forward to an event, looking forward to, I don't know, maybe it's a TV program or something like that. But when it becomes an obsession and it's like a daily thing, ooh, I can't wait to have a drink, that's a stronghold. And I realized that I was making excuses so that we could drink that night because I wanted to. And that made me think. And for two nights, it was like, okay, something inside me was missing that drink. But at the same breath, I was noticing how silly it was. Remember how stupid our temptations are? Because nothing was different. I was making dinner. My husband was watching TV. Well, you know, we were laughing. We were talking. There was really nothing different other than the fact that we didn't have a glass in front of us that we would be drinking away at, if you will. So it's amazing when God puts a twist in your life, one that you may not really know that you want or you thought you wanted, but now that it's here, you're questioning whether you want it. All I know is this is a great twist in our lives. It is taking a habit that we have had for most of our relationship And it's shaking it up. You know, we're supposed to grow as individuals, but also if you're in a relationship and if you're married, as spouses, we're supposed to grow and change. And I'm really anxious to see where God's going to take this. So you may be like, okay, well, what's going on with the diet and the exercise? It is still, what are we on, day 16 here? I am still keto. I am full in ketosis. I'm like one of the dark purple colors on a ketosis strip. It's the darkest you can get. I learned that I ate too much. On Saturday, I was done working out and I was like, okay, I need something. (laughs) I've been doing intermittent fasting. So what is that? I'm doing my one meal a day. Intermittent fasting can be, it's time boxed eating. So ideally, don't eat the three meals a day. Skip your breakfast, have lunch, but push your lunch maybe later if you can, like two, three o'clock. Have something then and then eat at six and then be done so that your eating is within like a four, five, six hour time frame. So that when you go to sleep, 
You can digest that food and then you are kind of fasting through the next day until your time box. And so for me, I went out of my time box on Saturday because I just felt kind of weak. So I got, <laughs> so I ate a slab of ribs, a half a slab of ribs with no barbecue sauce on them. It was mine set aside from last Sunday when the kids were over. So I had to eat it. And I know it was just, a, it was too much protein because then I ate at night. I made a whole chicken in the oven and I had both legs and a wing. I just had too much protein so I could feel my body reacting. And each time after I'm eating, I'm doing a little bit of something. I'm, I'm lunging, I'm doing, you know, some squats I am doing some planks, I'm doing some push-ups, some tricep things, something to get my muscles fired up so that whatever is going on in my stomach with the food, I'm activating some muscles so that it just doesn't sit there. And by the way, another thing that my husband was doing research on was when you drink alcohol, I don't know if you know this, I know this. He told me this, but I already knew this. When you drink, all of the food just sits in your stomach if you're eating and drinking at the same time until you burn the alcohol off, until you burn off that poison. And I know that this is going to be good for our liver. We really haven't given, even though we're not drinking an excessive amount, we really haven't been given our liver an opportunity to, to cleanse itself, to do what it's supposed to do. It's constantly working in our bodies. So I'm super grateful that God took a negative situation and turned it around and made it positive. And I'm just anxious to see where this goes. I'm still very into discipline and obedience and listening to my body. Yesterday, I fought through some hunger pangs, but I'm glad I did. I'm really glad I did. I woke up feeling great. The other day, I, I, I felt good too, but I knew that I had too much of something. I, I didn't have that same woo when I got up kind of thing. <laughs> Do you want some woo when you get up? Try keto because it is definitely something that requires a whole lot less sleep. Anyway, don't be shocked if God throws a twist into your life somehow. Even though it's something that you want, you may be against it in the beginning, like I was for two days. But then my husband went in last night, had a drink and another drink and another drink. And I just had that one glass of wine and it was wonderful. Again, such freedom, such empowerment. I'm so grateful, God, that you are working in my heart and making some massive changes in my life. Ooh. Now the scales stay in the same the body percentage is staying the same. I can feel my body getting stronger, but I'm not seeing a whole lot, you know, of proof of that. 
And that's another thing. Sometimes we're such instantaneous gratification type of people that it takes time. It didn't, it didn't take one day to get into this condition and it's not going to take one day to get out. So we all need to enjoy the process, appreciate the learning, paying attention, making the mistakes and adjusting and saying, okay, like from Saturday to Sunday, big adjustment. And I got it. Oh, and last night I realized, okay, I'm also not eating as much lettuce and leafy greens as I should. I should have like seven cups, seven cups at one sitting because I'm only eating once. That's a lot of lettuce, man. But when you mix it up and you put a little of that beef bourguignon sauce on it and it kind of wilts down, you can eat a whole lot of spring mix in a tiny little bowl and then put some of that beautiful meat on there. Amazing. Sorry. I um, hope I'm not making you too hungry. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, everyone. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse, Holy Spirit and Mary, please take our hands and guide us and lead us today. Lead us to Jesus. Jesus, please change our hearts. We see you in our day. Help us recognize massive changes that you are making and help us embrace them and know that they've got to be good if they come from you. And if we just follow you, with our hearts and our minds and our souls, we too can have that peace, that love, that joy, knowing that we're doing your will. Thank you for giving us free will. And thank you for prompting our hearts to live our lives according to your plans. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Guardian Angel, please guide us, lead us, and protect us. God, you're amazing. You never cease to amaze me how you work. Keep discipline in my heart. Keep my husband on the track that he is on. I see so much more health and movement and activity in our lives. And I'm so grateful for that, Lord. And I pray that whatever is needed for all of the people listening, that you too come into their lives in a big way so that the changes that you want in them and their families happen as well. Thank you, Lord. I love you all, everyone. I'm going to get going here. Pay attention to what God's doing. He might throw you a curveball. <laughs> and then you can hit it out of the park and make that permanent change in your life. I'm so excited to see where this goes. I'm already sensing some freedom from alcohol. And you know that that's been 
a peace. And it's been such a piece of, of my walk because I've changed so many other things with my husband that I've always kept this just to kind of keep that alive in us and to know that God is having him make the change and not me is huge. That is what I'm reflecting on. All right, everyone. <laughs> oh, amazing. I hope you're doing great. If you've fallen or you've gotten off or you're like, I lost motivation, get back up, get back on. Learn, figure out, okay, what happened there? Why? Why did this happen like that? And then bring God into it, ask for his strength and his transformation. And that's what life is all about, getting back up. The minute we don't is the minute we give up. And we're not quitters. We can't look at Jesus and say, yeah, well, you know, I decided I wasn't going to work through this. I was going to spend all my time in purgatory and just kind of skate into heaven because it's too hard. Anything can be done with God. Let's get psyched about that. Okay, go face the day with him. Find something more with him <laughs> and have a blessed and inspired day. <laughs>